0: The following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 122 Search in New Kingspire. The long black coat trailed about the tall man as he pushed through the crowded sidewalks in the summer room. A swarm of umbrellas was all around him as he went, his tall boots stamping on the cement as he walked, but he himself had none. The forecast hadn't predicted rain today, and he knew his destination was only a few blocks away from the place the Uber had dropped him off. He peered over his glasses, for the rain had obscured the lenses. There was a traffic light ahead, as the lights ran up from bottom to top, green, lavender, red. Absently twisting his mustache, the man waited for the crosswalk signal to light, and it spoke also when it was time to cross. Straight ahead from the light he walked. At the next crosswalk, he made a left, and after, at Willow Street, another left. an eclectic, out-of-the-way bar. The rain had begun to subside somewhat, although he had taken already the worst of it. He snapped his trench coat open, shaking it out on both sides as he stood now, under the awning, and he did the same with his wide-ringed hat as he took a moment to examine the sign, which blinked on and on in bright neon letters. The bud zapper. Yes, this was the place. Music could be heard from outside, and each time the doors opened in front of him, a young person would come out to the cloud of smoke issuing behind them. Most sporting tattoos, or facial jewelry, or else modern attire of some sort. The man pulled out his phone and clicked through a few screens, reminding himself of the names of the people he was supposed to be meeting here. a student of his, and her acquaintance. Three more people pushed past him. An Orc, a Maison, and a Moro, before he at last put his phone away. The Moro he even paused for a moment on the mat before going inside Regarding the tall man for an uncomfortably long time as the gray being finished, a long drag on his joint, tossing it after into the street with a narrow-eyed sneer before disappearing into the bug zapper. The tall man gave a disdainful look to no one in particular, and then slipped inside as well. The Iron Realm copyright A Belenzo can be found online at theironrealm.blogspot.com. Welcome, one and all, travelers. It is I, Belenzo, joining you again for the continuation of the Iron Realm tale in the last realm, that realm which exists when all others have fallen. A few points of interest to share with all of you today. And on the topic of the Fall of Universes, have you subscribed and picked up notifications on my YouTube channel? Thanks to John Merle Holes, there is a new video up that describes quite a unique spherical arena battle. For when playing the Iron Realm Dungeon Arena, you can create most any arena that your imagination calls to you. And John has done exactly this. Further, he's described in some detail by his reckoning, the relationship of the many universes, of the many planes of existence, in relation to the Iron Realm, which ultimately, as you know, has swallowed them all. I've also picked up quite a few fans on Twitter. Some good news there, we've surpassed 2,000 followers on Twitter. Perhaps you are there as well, where I've been posting up not just news for the Iron Realm, but also an interesting look into my greater RPG hobby. Playing a few interesting games with miniatures and painting models as well. <laughs> Maybe you'd enjoy taking a look at some of my work. Follow me at The Iron Realm on Twitter. Join the fun, join the greater community. We all hope to see you there. A special shout out this episode, too, to a longtime friend of The Iron Realm, Scribbler. You know, I'm talking about you. For You've always been quite supportive, liking, commenting on, and retweeting Iron Realm announcements and posts on Twitter. You are like a brother to me, friend. Thanks for being head and shoulders above the rest. I name you an official lieutenant in the service of the Iron Realm. And one further note of mention, my Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Iron also known as the Onyx Vault has now surpassed 500 exclusive offerings for all my patrons and supporters. And at the moment, I'm running my 10 books for 10 bucks promotion. If you've had ever some curiosity about what lies beyond the podcast, the richness of these treasures are at your fingertips, friends. Get your hands on the bonus cast pre-releases early releases void echoes books in progress hidden manuscripts origins for the iron realm characters and so much more i'm appreciative of every single listener of everything that you do to support the realm but it would please me too to share more with you for you are deserving My friends, the doors are open. Isn't it time you stepped inside? Character Introduction She has walked with the tribe for a long time. But was it ever truly her? Awakened from the mind charm now, she is a new person, and her name is Hava Mirafor. Sex female. Race human. Age 18. Born the ninth day of Octaris. Skin white. Eyes deep brown. Hair chestnut brown. Height 5 foot 9 inches. Weight 105 pounds. Ava is young. Small build and wiry. She has an old face and chestnut brown hair which falls to her shoulders and deep brown eyes. Hava is both left-handed and right-handed, being also especially adept and limber in her movements. Hava is straightforward in her manner, attending often to her current objective. Hava tends to stay focused on physical activities, training, combat, and guard duty. Even so, she is highly intelligent and will take an interest in maps, mysteries, and puzzles when they arise. Hala is a loyal comrade and expresses her affection in predominantly physical ways. The following is a three-part series detailing the realm of the Mazari for the Mapmaster. Master. This rendition makes use of Tile Set 1, and this has been described on prior podcasts. But if you'd like the detailed overview, be sure to check out the appendix of the Iron Realm Solitaire Dungeon Design and Maze Master's Guide for Tile Set 1. And all the details you need to create your own solitaire dungeons is there. Part two. Have handy your map of the realm of the Mazari upon which last time we detailed a portion of the main level and a sub level as well. You'll also need tile set one and your favorite pencil too, with a pen for shading. And let's continue where we left off. Delta One of the Dark Elf Realm. Last time we placed a tile, it eight across, 15 down, that being a tile of Tile Type 1. We've detailed already several tiles to the north, but what lies to the west? At position 115, I'm getting Tile Type 6, though it must be rotated 90 degrees clockwise in order to make the fit. I like the idea of this being the crystal room, so put an asterisk or another similar star shape at the very center of the innermost chamber. Let's return again to the crossroads tile at position 8 across, 15 down, and let us consider what lies now to the south. This is Tile Type 2, one of the larger chambers. Draw it in its default orientation. And I'm going to identify this as Lady Kiaren's Inner Sanctum. So do place a dais at the very center of the chamber. It should take up, perhaps, just one of the smaller squares. Specifically, at position 1125, where I draw it is a square with a small circle inscribed within and I think of this as the pedestal upon which Nendra at first discovered Kiarin. in that episode entitled Dark Elf Queen to the west of this tile at position 122 a new tile of Tile Type 5 and rotate this 180 degrees in order to make it connect And it looks like we've come as far as we can, on this side of the map, since there is no other way open. So we return now to the crossroads yet again, that tile being at position 815. And so let us explore to the east. This way, we find a series of rooms. Tile type 5 is indicated. So draw this in at position 1515 in the default orientation once more. Well, so Delta-1 looks quite majestic to me, indeed. But, oh, it seems I have missed just one thing. Kiarin's inner sanctum appears to have yet one more unexplored door on its easternmost wall. What tile exists at position 15 across, 22 down? Tile-type 4. Let us rotate it 90 degrees counterclockwise in order to make the fit. And beyond it, at position 2222, tile type 1, draw in that crossroads and yet four further rooms and north of it, at position 2215, tile type 5 and four more chambers, rotate this one counterclockwise 90 degrees in order to connect it up with the crossroads to the south. The crossroads still has an open passageway to the east. So what tile lies at position 29, 22? Tile type 5 is given, and four more rooms draw it in the default orientation. And this does indeed conclude the rendering of Delta one label the larger space as delta one and label the sub level as delta two when we return in part three of this map masters series i will reveal to you the contents of each of the areas shown travelers of the maze Tonight I welcome two new travelers to the maze, new friends to the Iron Realm. On the Internet Archive, sip on frosty ales, gives five stars and writes, "Just downloaded, great job, continue the great work." <laughs> Thanks, Frosty, your support and your five-star review is honored by me tonight and appreciated. With reviews like this, I know we'll push back the Demi-Wish at least a little longer. Welcome, Frosty. And on Twitter, we have Meg from the Roll Plenty podcast and Meg says, Did somebody say Treasure Trove and Maze Master's Guide? If I wasn't in before, I'm certainly in now. Well, (laughs) <laughs> thanks Meg, and I'm glad to have been able to introduce you to the Iron Realm Saga. <laughs> yeah, the treasure trove, biggest book for the Iron Realm written so far. I know, you'll find much inspiration there and every advantage you can for fighting off the evil denizens of the maze. Again, thanks to two new travelers for your commentary online. It is an honor to have you march beside us in the infinite tunnels, corridors, and caverns of the Iron Realm. Character 8 While the Maze Master's Grand Challenge is in effect, and throughout each dire test, the tribe unequivocally relies upon the precognition and deep insights of Character 8. This is represented in-game during each Dire Test as a series of questions posed the answers for which must be recorded by you upon the gaming extra known as The Maze Master's Grand Challenge. There is a space given on the sheet for each of the Dire Tests And as you progress through the questions, for each you answer successfully, you may score that dire test with an X. It's possible to rack up several successes per dire test, so answer each time wisely if you can, for the number of total successes will be used to determine whether or not the dire test is passed. Passing a dire test will allow you to add an additional point to your challenge point pool, and acquiring as many challenge points as you can may well make the difference between passing the overall Maze Master's challenge and failing it completely. For those players that pass the Maze Master's Grand Challenge overall, a fine reward is given, though the consequence, should you fail, I dare not to utter with your Maze Master's Grand Challenge Extra at the ready. Prepare you now, Character 8, for the Maze Master's Grand Challenge. The first of the dire tests is soon upon you. May the strength and the wisdom of the legendary powers be with you, and if you're making use of the current strategy guide as well, for chapters 121 through 130, reference it now. The clues it offers are yours. To command. Patron shout out. I wanted to acknowledge two honored patrons whose contribution to the Iron Realm has delivered this episode into the light. I recognize Traveler John for walking alongside us and Iron Deity Clive, whose divine might sustains us all for your light in the dark. May your leadership and your might echo forever through the infinite reaches of the Iron Realm. Tribal Matters It is the 23rd day of Sakaris, approaching 7 p.m., position 1211 of the Expanse. The current spells for the group are as follows Keilana, Mystic Missile, times two, and Psychic Roll. Amazar, No Evil, Aura, Against Evil, and Ignite. Lilena, Sea Magic and Illumination. Orson, Mind Charm Besser. Plus invisible shield. Len has hands of healing and heart of healing. Twyla has hands of healing times two and heart of healing. Nim has hands of healing times two, and Brina has hands of healing. Each of the Unime is still possessed of the power of her horn, whilst the following relics are also still possessed of their power. The Sword of Orleans and the silver sword. The Mazari Vela remains tied at the wrists, though she has been slowly working to gain the tribe's trust. Particularly, she has been working with Amazar and Orson in order to study a number of maps from the eight kingdoms. Since following their traumatic teleportation, Amazar especially has become quite concerned that their tribe has been thrown far off course and has been investigating with Vela any possible clue that may yet put them back on track to finding the Citadel. Meanwhile, the tribe has taken many miles this day, having received a boost of stamina from food recently taken and water, yet as they have reached 7 o'clock p.m., something strange is ahead, something quite unexpected for to this point, they have seen nothing else whatsoever on the infinite blue plane. Shadowy figures are ahead, drifting back and forth across the surface as the spotlight illuminates all from above. These are shadowy figures at first, but further inspection causes them to become slightly more distinct and then slightly more. It is a shock all of a sudden, when Amazar notices that one of these likenesses bears an uncanny resemblance to himself. A man clad in a long black coat, with various other figures bustling around him, back and forth, along what appears to be a street. And as the tribe approaches, cautiously, additional images and shapes come into focus storefronts and buildings, tall buildings hundreds of feet high, lights, shining lights, metal boxes, spewing smoke, or perhaps no? are these some of carriages It is not very long before the tribe finds itself interspersed amongst this created shadow scene. Amazon at once casts no evil and relates to the tribe that there is some ambient threat of harm. What it is, he cannot say. Lorena follows up with See magic? But there is nothing to be seen, only the outline of that magic already possessed by the tribe? Wait. Hesitantly at first, but afterwards steadfastly, Orson removes a scroll from his path. It is the one recovered from the gnome. The one he learned is called What Are You? Orson recites the spell, and the scroll is inhaled. What are you looking at? He must know. And in that moment is the last wisps of smoke. Fade away from the spell that he has cast. An answer is revealed upon him. This area that we have stumbled into, this area that we have happened upon, says the alpha, is not merely a crystal plane, but it is something else, something called psyllium technology. And what, pray is that, says Amazon. It is not magic, says Orson. What a sophisticated kind of machine. Nothing I have ever heard of before. At least I don't believe so. Yet it's able to create images, in this case, read right from the minds of those who stood upon it. Are you saying these are memories? My memories? demands Samazar. It's possible, says Orson since you are the figure that appears in the scene. I'm also realizing that the scene that we're witnessing here can be interacted with, and indeed, we are meant to do so in a very specific way. Should we fail to complete the pattern, in the way that's intended by the scene, something serious, maybe even something deadly, is likely to befall us. Dire Test 1 Character 8, the first of the Dire Tests, is now upon you, and in order to complete it, bring out your Maze Master's Grand Challenge. If the tribe is to successfully complete the reenactment of the scene given, they will need the insight of Character 8. In order to do so, that's you. In a sense, the image that the tribe is seeing is a story already written. In another sense, it is interactive, something that they create by their own actions and movements. In order to simulate this, you and I shall play this out together, character 8. And as the scene progresses, at pivotal points, I shall draw upon your insight for an answer. Every time you answer successfully, Record a success upon your Maze Master's Grand Challenge under the appropriate dire test. Placing an X in the appropriate space should be sufficient, as we've discussed before. I'm about to relay the scene now, but each time there is cause for a response from you, you shall hear a stretch of uninterrupted music play, and afterwards, Once it is time for you to finalize your answer, you will hear a tone like this. If you need more time to consider the answer, simply pause the podcast for when The tone is done, my answer shall be given, and you will know for sure whether you have gotten a success or not. Dire Test 1 will have a total of 6 challenges for you. If you record enough successes, you will pass the Dire Test, and the tribe may progress to the next. Good luck, Character 8, with you leading the tribe. How can they fail? so the tribe enters the scene coming up behind the figure that is moving through the streets of new kingspire this figure wears a long black coat trailing behind him as he pushes through the crowded sidewalks in the summer rain those all around have strange implements which are meant to shelter them from the falling water but tell me now who amongst the tribe should walk in the footsteps of the figure with the black cloak. He up quickly to join the figure in his place. The man in the black cloak, Professor Amazar, peers over his glasses and finds a series of lights, green lavender and red, running from bottom to top. Absently, he twists his mustache, waiting for the signal to light. And it does at last a bright white icon of a person striding... And when it appears, which direction shall Amazar walk? Wait, wait, walk sign is on cross. Walk sign. must walk ahead, although forward would also have been an acceptable answer. Professor Ramazar, pushing through the rain, reaches the second crosswalk. When he does so, what direction should he next walk? At the second crosswalk, Professor Amazar needs to make a left turn. Following this, the man continues through several other city streets, at last arriving at Willow Street, and what direction should he turn onto Willow Street? So, Professor Anazar has made a left turn to Willow Street. At last, the man in the black trench coat reaches a commercial district. He is at his destination now, the Bug Zapper, where he pauses for a moment, taking a look at his phone before entering inside. Three figures push past him, a Moro, an Or, and a an Mezari, for whom Vela stands in. When the man goes inside, he meets his contact, Miss Khabarowski, but who amongst the tribe should stand in for her. The fifth question is of course, Alana, But she has an elf friend with her to meet Professor Amazar at the bar. And who is most appropriate to stand in for her elf friend? her outfriend is female, and therefore the correct choice is Lilena. This concludes Dire Test 1. If Character 8 you have scored 4 successes or more, you may record a pass on your Maze Master's Grand Challenge for Dire Test 1. However, if you have not, you must record a fail. Why don't you go join the premium experience, too? Find out ways to get the pre-releases, the Iron Realm patron bonus cast, and early releases of every episode of the show. You may find it's easier to become a supporter of the show than you ever thought possible, with rewards surpassing... Even the wildest imaginings of your fevered dreams. Patreon.com slash Realm. I'm looking forward to meeting you there. I have been your Maze Master, Abel Enzo. Remember, play hard or go home. Iron Realm! Good night, everyone.